interpretation, a tongue, or an interpretation. All these must be done for the strengthening of the church. And this morning is unique in the sense that I'm not going to be formally preaching this morning, but we're going to be listening to stories from one another and also hymns that have been chosen by members of the congregation. So if you are new here this morning and you just say, well, just a minute, Ian, when are you going to be preaching? I'm not going to be formally preaching this morning, but we want to strengthen our church this morning by asking ourselves, what is God saying to me and how am I living out my life of faith both in the church and in the community. And we are a worshipping community. In a few short moments, we're going to be singing a very famous hymn, which is Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. But before we do that, I just would like to draw your attention to the Milford Baptist Church news sheet, and all the items are on there. There's also something called the Big Brecky, which is coming up, which is uh, being put together by a few members of the congregation, both Lynn, Diane, Anthea, and John Kelland. Um, so if you're interested in coming to the Big Brecky uh, at 8 o'clock, oh, 8 o'clock, well, so, by the way, that's in the morning, all right, that's not at night, okay, hence the Big Brecky thing, I don't know if you get that idea, uh, we're not doing a 24-7 Brecky, all right, so please be here at 8 o'clock, if you'd like to uh, come to that event, uh, if you could see Lynn, I can't see Diane at the moment, okay, Diane's there, and who else is it? John. And John's there. Okay, so if you could see them and say, look, yes, I would like to come, that would be fantastic. And like all our services, at the end of the service, we will be um, having uh, Jerry and Diane, who will be coming to the front during the singing of the last hymn. If you feel that you'd like to uh, uh, pray with someone and just uh, talk to someone after the service, then you're more than welcome to do so. Let me just remind you while we're here today. God's word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 26, all these must be done for the strengthening of the church. When we come together, everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction and a revelation and a tongue or an interpretation. I know I've read that around the wrong way deliberately. So we're going to stand to sing a beautiful, wonderful hymn. And what will happen is lineage will come up and just share something about worship. Then we've got a, uh, something want someone to talk about ministry, fellowship, and also mission and prayers of intercession and work in the community. So you won't be seeing me until maybe halfway through the service and then at the end, but things will just follow seamlessly all the way through from contributions from everyone. Let's just close our eyes in prayer before we sing our first song of worship together. Dear loving Father, we come to this place today we want to worship you this morning. Lord, we want to thank you for the week that is gone. Lord, some of us maybe are struggling. Some of us, Lord, just want to lift our hands up in praise and wonder at all that you have done for us. Lord, wherever we are, Lord, may we be drawn to you, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Saviour. Father God, through your word, may we be strengthened today as we worship you, as we hear readings from God's word and we hear from different people's experiences. May we want to this morning all honour you and give you all the glory. Amen. Let us stand to sing the first hymn, Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. <laughs>
Dave and I are going to uh, share this part. And um, what we are trying to do is to show you that a link that, or a journey, should I say, that God has been taking us, the worship group, um, over the last, well, it's been years, actually. So um, I'm going to start with um, how I brought something to the group, and then Dave will, will take over. So um, a few years ago, I started as a volunteer leading the worship at Send Women's Prison, just up near Woking. And um, I did that, I don't know, every six weeks or something like that. And then a few months ago, um, a new volunteer joined the group. And she is from um, a church, at the church in Whitley, the parish church. And I got to know her through the prison. And just happened to mention on a Tuesday night when we were meeting to Dave and to the others how I'd met this lady and that they didn't have um, a worship group as such. They do, of course, they worship. They, they do sung worship at, uh, at Whitley, but not quite as we would do it. So, Dave. <coughs> excuse, the, <coughs> excuse the croaky voice this morning. Um, yes, uh, so we thought, well, um, wouldn't it be nice to uh, share some experiences with another group of singers and musicians? Um, they, they are probably a little bit um, less experienced with their leading worship than, than, than we are. So we thought, well, maybe there's something that we can learn from them and they can learn from us. So, um, so we invited them along to here, to, to NBC, and uh, uh, we had a really good meeting with them uh, about, uh, <clears throat> about two months ago. Um, uh, four of them turned up, and uh, it was quite interesting. So they didn't know quite what to expect. So... Um, two ladies and two fellas. The two fellas were playing guitars and the two ladies were, were singing. Uh, and I thought, amazing. Um, it, 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 to me, it seemed like sort of ABBA comes to NBC. It was, <laughs> it was, it was really quite funny. The, one of the guitarists even looked like Benny. So yeah. it, was, it was great. So um, they, they, they had a great time with us. And um, uh, a month later, they, um, they came again and we had another fantastic time. And their percussionist turned up as well with a, a cajon. So... Um, so we added, added more to that. So, um, and uh, as a follow-up to that, um, we're, we're going to go and meet with them at All Saints on Tuesday coming. So um, we'll, we'll share their time, their practice time with them as well. I think they're trying to develop a, a, a group um, to, to take uh, the occasional Sunday afternoon um, session with the youngsters. And uh, they're just trying to find their way, I think. Um, the, 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 the musicians are very capable as well. So it's, it's, it's a great group. So um, we're, we're going to carry on, I think, as, as best we can to, to, uh, to um, encourage this uh, liaison we have with them now. And uh, I think it's, it's uh, really beneficial. So, um, so we're doing everything we can. And uh, it's, it's, it's a marvellous uh, venture, really. So please pray for it. I know people have been praying for it because I've raised it for the Saturday morning uh, prayer, prayer times. So um, um, please, please keep uh, thinking of us. Thank you. And um, the song that I've chosen, so Ian said, choose a favourite song. Well, <laughs> there, there are so many, but the one that I've chosen is To the River. And the reason that I've chosen it is because there's a line in there, God, uh, Jesus longs to meet you, he wants to meet you, wants to meet us, wants to meet me there. And um, I thought that linked in sort of quite well with the, the ladies in the prison because Jesus is there with them. Um, in fact, their service will start in about 15 minutes' time, so they will be meeting with Jesus. Um, and it also, for me personally, is a, is a song sort of, of confession 
as well. It, it, it gets me into that, into that zone and to, to be able to pray a prayer of confession.
Evening. Morning, everybody. Evening, I'm saying. Morning. I'll <laughs> get it right in a minute. Um, we, uh, what I'd like to share with this morning was a song that I found myself creating some years ago, about 2001, in my previous church, when we had a new minister, and the thought came to me about vision for the church, based on Proverbs 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish, or where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. And it got me thinking, and I have occasionally had these sort of find myself writing poems and then adding it in as a prayerful way and adding a song. The other week in our prayer meeting uh, and following Ian's reference to sharing about vision, I, was, I felt led to share this song and then I was, he kindly asked me to share it this morning. So I'm going to sing it through the first verse. Some people have heard it and may be able to, we'd like, I'd like you to join in if you can. I'm going to sing the first verse through and then repeat it. And then please feel free to join in if you can remember when from previously, the worship group certainly have had a chance to look at it. So, shall we carry on?
brilliantly. everyone. I'm Tina Van Tricht and if you don't know, um, I uh, run with wonderful helpers the mother and toddler group here that takes place a Thursday morning uh, for um, the members of the wider community here. And uh, Ian just wanted me to say a few words about it. Um, I, I am blessed. I'm very blessed and I thank the Lord for that. I feel very strongly about mother and toddlers because I feel it reaches out into the community and we uh, meet a large number of mums of all ages and some grands who come and granddads as well and carers and nannies and there's new, lots of newborn babies. We've got about 10 newborn babies at the moment which is very exciting. June would love that. <laughs> Um, but I was thinking about them and I'm talking with Ian and saying, you know, some of these mums are marooned a little bit. You know, maybe their wider family is not nearby. And I wished that I could do something more for them. I wished I could sort of offer a babysitting service so they could go out and enjoy themselves. But I know that it's, it's pointless to offer something that I couldn't do. That's that's not fair, you know. Uh, I just haven't got the time to, to do that. So Mies van Dorp, who helps me, uh, said, well, we used to have a supper um, for the mums sometimes to come and just have a chat, you know, in the evening. I said, excellent idea. We'll do that on the 22nd of February. Nice was going to host it. I was going to do the food at the house, and it was going to be great fun. And you know how things never quite go as you plan or as you expect, certainly with me, a lot of the time. Well, 
maybe it was pretty close to Valentine's Day, maybe February wasn't a time to go out, but I only had two mums sign up, so it didn't happen. And I, I suppose I was a little bit crestfallen, but there we are, you know. Uh, so, in fairness to the two mums who had signed up, I said, right, well, um, if you're free that night, we'll go out. So one of the mums went out with me, and we had a wonderful meal in the refectory, just the two of us. We talked at length, and I actually think it was beneficial for both uh, herself and me. We really talked in depth about quite a lot of things, and um, it was spiritually quite an important meeting. And by that I mean, I feel she gave me as much in terms of what she believed as, as me sort of talking to her about the stresses of raising the children. So that was very good. And the second family, I uh, will babysit for them so that the husband and wife can go out together. So it wasn't as I planned, but it was a pretty good um, resolution. And we'll have the meal again this term sometime, I guess. <laughs> That's all I wanted to share with you. Um, my, my song is um, to do with peace, really, because I do strongly feel that the, the more we mix um, with each other and under, try and understand each other and avoid conflicts with each other, that's when God can make us a channel of his peace. So, thank you.
it's really lovely to hear people's stories, and I think it's incredible to think that God wants to use each and every one of us. And we started off our service this morning by saying, when you come together, everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation or a tongue or an interpretation. And all these must be done for the strengthening of the church. And that's why we're here, to strengthen the church, to hear different stories. And in a moment, I'm going to ask maybe one or two of you, if you feel you'd like to contribute uh, in a few moments to maybe a story that you want to share something that's happened to you maybe this week. It would be nice to hear from you. But before we do that, maybe a number of us might want to give us an opportunity to praise and to worship God and to thank him. So we're just going to have a short time of prayer and then there'll be an invitation, an open invitation. If you feel that you want to maybe just come up and read a word of scripture or I can bring the mic to you, something that you've read in the Bible that you think has really spoken to your heart this week, it'll be lovely to hear from you. But just before we do that, let's just offer up uh, some praise and worship to God and giving thanks to him for a few moments. I'll just start us off and then I'll end it and then we'll have a time of sharing. Dear loving Father, we thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Saviour. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father, how it speaks into our lives to strengthen us. Lord, it corrects us. It brings us joy. It brings us hope and a love for you. Lord, as we set aside this short time now to worship you with words from our hearts, may we do that in Jesus' name.
Dear Lord God, we thank you for the stillness and your presence here. We thank you, Father God, that you are moving through this church by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, you are equipping men and women to speak words of truth, to give words of love, words of forgiveness and peace and hope. Lord, as we set aside this service today, Lord, we want to ask you to meet with us. Lord, as, as someone has just prayed, you're just a prayer away. Lord, you are God with us, Emmanuel. Even though we are going through deep waters, Lord, you are there with us. You are here in the moment, in this time. We want to thank you, Lord, that you hear every prayer that is said and every prayer, Lord, that is thought this morning. Lord, you hear and see us. You love us with an everlasting love. Help us, Lord, never to forget that you are a God of love and that you search us out and you want to draw us back to you and even to introduce ourselves to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, we just offer up our prayers of thanks and praise to you this morning in and through the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Yep, I've got the I've got the mic. Well, you can come forward, Manon. Would like to? Yep, super. Is that the mic? Yep. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, well, a lot of you knew my younger son Tim, who, well, the, old, the older people like me who've been here a long time, and um, he has got not a severe um, physical illness, but a severe mental illness. And um, he came to this church and he was baptized here. And a lot of them, people knew him really well, particularly John, who had the bravery to go camping with him. Um, he's now in his mid forties and he was in hospital for uh, about 12 years, I think. Um, he's now in a, a, a home. I'm not even quite sure where he is. But because four years ago, he just decided he didn't want to have any contact with us. It was through me being too curious about how he was and somebody told him that I'd phoned, etc. Um, and I actually thought, because he's a very stubborn person, and I actually thought that I would probably just never, ever see him again. And that was, I was thinking that for four years. And I lost my faith that God would, you know, do something about it. Um, and people said, oh, it'll change. Any case, 16th of March, it was my birthday. And put my phone on, and up came a text. Happy birthday, not mum, but mum. That's what I wanted to say. There's a certain person in this congregation who has a rather strange email address. It begins Caleb, doesn't it, David? <laughs> um, and I brought to the prayer, prayer group on Monday a passage from Joshua about Caleb. 
because Caleb was an amazing guy. Uh, he was the one who went in with the other 11 spies to spy out the land that God had promised people that they would have this promised land. And only him and Joshua said, God has given it to us, we can do it. Despite all the circumstances, all these giants that the other 10 reported, Joshua and Caleb said, we can take the land. And I just want to read from Joshua 14. Joshua 14 in verse... uh, I'll start at verse 7. And this is uh, Caleb coming to Joshua. And he says, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Benir to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my brothers who went up with me made the hearts of the people sink. I, however, wholly followed the Lord my God, wholeheartedly. So on that day Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since that time. He said this to Moses while Moses moved about in the desert. So here I am today, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helping me, I will drive them out, just as he said. Most of us are of a certain age. Some of us are 85. (laughs) Some of us are older than 85. So I'm a bit of a baby at 65. But isn't that fantastic story that Caleb trusted the Lord wholeheartedly? And look at the amazing amazing result of that, sticking with God and being with God and believing his promises. And at 85, he's still vigorous. Now, I know it says elsewhere in the Bible that the old, the outside, sort of tends to waste away a bit. (laughs) But it does talk about our inward beings being renewed by God's spirit day by day. And I just pray that for whatever age you are, from the youngest to the oldest, that we remain following the Lord our God wholeheartedly. And it's amazing what God's going to do. And what's God got for you to do in your 85th year? Is there anybody else who'd like to come and share? There's always going to be maybe someone who's thinking, do you know what? I wish I'd gotten up and shared something this morning. (laughs) So please don't feel embarrassed anyway. No, that's lovely. Okay, well, thank you very much indeed for all those who have shared. Um, Now we'll come to a a time of uh, intercession, so let's pray.
Dear Lord God, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ today, our Lord and our Saviour. Just this week, it's been a week of meetings where North has met South. We think, Lord, of the leaders. We think of those negotiations that must have been going on for months, if not years. Lord, we pray, Father God, for relations between China and the US and those discussions and the meetings that will take place in the near future. Lord, sometimes we don't know how to pray for situations like this. But Lord God, we believe that you are a God who is in control of this world. We believe, Lord, that your purposes and plans are ultimately to bring people to Christ in this day, like you have always planned, Lord. Father, as we pray for those things that we find difficult to pray for and in difficult situations, just this week we are reminded, Lord, of the death of Alfie Evans and her mum and dad and the grief that they must be going through today. Lord God, in your mercy, Grant them your peace today. Lord God, we thank you for the news of the new birth of Louis Arthur Charles. Lord, we thank you for the miracle of new birth. Lord, we pray today for the royal family and we pray for those, Lord, who would help to serve the royal family at this time. Lord, I pray for Justin Welby as he would meet with Meghan and with Harry as they commit themselves before you to be married at Windsor. Lord God, we just pray that that service would reach hearts and minds of men and women and boys and girls through all the ceremony. Lord, if they're making promises to you in the presence of our living God. Lord, we pray for our government and seeking out dealing with uh, race relations. Lord, in the difficulties that have gone on in the past, we ask, Lord, for a wise government at this time. That, Lord, there will be a restitution, an idea, Lord, that we are all equal in your eyes. Lord, from wherever we come from, we know, Lord, that we have a special place in Christ today. And that is what unites us here at NBC. It's our love for you in this world in which we live. As we've prayed, Lord, for a meeting of the Holy Spirit between Father, Son and Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray for the Send Prison. We pray for them, Lord, as you have met with us and continuing to strengthen us here through Jesus Christ, that you would present yourself there in prisons up and down the land, that, Lord, the gospel will be shared in and through Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray today for those who are unwell. We pray, we pray for Pat Herzig. <coughs> Lord, we pray for Robin, who's currently still in hospital. We pray for um, the ongoing work and consultation as he journeys home possibly on Tuesday or Wednesday Lord. We ask for Chris for a, a super strength for her to get through these next few weeks and the adjustments for having Robin home.
Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you in prayer about things, Lord, that are so difficult to pray for and we don't know how to pray for them often at times. But, Lord, we just offer them to you and we offer up our families and our wider families to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, this week I've been um, looking at uh, two chronicles, as you do, um, in the Bible. And um, I just want to read out this verse, which uh, just struck me. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And I don't know about you, but I want to be fully committed to Jesus Christ and his purposes and his plans for my life. And also for us as a church. And there was an overarching sort of um, theme which actually is sort of coming through. is for us to be strengthened. But also there's a watery theme that actually is developing. And I've seen that um, Lynn uh, sort of chose that to come to the river, wasn't it, earlier on. Um, and uh, as some of you will get to know me, I sometimes, I'm a great fan. I just love hymns. But I also love some of the new songs. Um, and, there's a, and there's a new song that's been around actually for... I don't know, a good few years now, so it's not new as in this week. Um, but it's called Oceans. And I want to read it out to you because it says, um, You call me out upon the waters and the great unknown where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in the oceans, in deep, deep, sorry, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. Now, when I sing songs like that, I... Uh, hopefully you'll take this the right way, but I sometimes struggle with singing a song like that because it's talking about the ocean, and I get it bobbing up and down, but how can I stand? How can I stand? And I, 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 like you, probably sat in a pew listening and singing this song, and I sometimes wrestled with it, and I'm thinking, I'm singing about moving in the waves but standing there. And I just wanted to share with you, I've come to love this song. I think it's absolutely fantastic because there are moments in my life where I just have to say that Jesus Christ is my best friend. Everything else can be just going on around me, but yet Jesus Christ is my friend. And there is a mystery how God through his spirit searches out my heart and he brings me back to himself. You call me out upon the waters. Lord, I sometimes don't want to go out on the waters, but I want to walk with you. I want to have that faith that says, yes, I want to come with you. I want to tell a story. And I think hopefully some of the things that we're hearing this morning are going to be, do you know what? We've all got a story. We can't tell someone else's story. We can only just tell our own story. And I want just you to think for yourself this morning. What's your story? Are you committed fully to Christ? Are you accepting him as your Lord and your saviour today? Do you know him in the sunshine and in the storm? And do you know what? When we go through the storm, it's really hard to cling on to Christ. But do you know what? Christ knows all. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. 
And I want you to be strengthened this morning as we hear, hopefully in a few moments, um, it'll hopefully come up on the screen. And there are other verses as well. But it says here, you call me out upon the waters. There's an invitation for us to come and to walk with Jesus Christ, who is our Lord. The great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery in the oceans. Deep, how deep my faith. And it will stand. And it's my prayer, as we just listen to this song, we're not going to sing it, but if you want to sing it, you can. There's only just three verses, isn't it, Brian? Is that right? Just three? Um, if you'd like to sing it and you know it, then please join in. But um, it's a song that I've come to love because I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Saviour. And I hope that he is your Saviour too.
Okay, so I'm Lorraine Lewis. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm talking about street angels again this morning. Um, I became a street angel in August 2014. Uh, Guildford Street Angels has been organised by Guildford Town Centre Chaplaincy since uh, 2008. This also organises now community angels and volunteer chaplains. More on that later. Um, so, every Friday and Saturday night between 10.30 and 4am up to eight people in teams of two patrol Guildford Town to assist those in need. Each volunteer is required to do a duty once every four weeks. There are perhaps many reasons why people volunteer for this. My reason is to give service and honour God by showing care and compassion to vulnerable people. I see it as a form of praise by responding to the love of God that I've experienced myself. My salvation through Jesus is assured and being a street angel is part of my response. Personally, I feel completely at ease doing this. Even when it gets a bit hairy, rightly or wrongly, I never feel threatened or in danger. When I heard about street angels from a former member here, dear Amanda Bentley, I remember thinking, I could do that. Typically, when I don the jacket with the Street Angel logo on the back, it means I can talk to complete strangers without being thought of as a complete weirdo. Brilliant. <laughs> We're often asked by the people we assist what we get out of it. Bearing in mind, I get the impression that a common opinion is that we do it because we feel superior or somehow better than them. It's difficult to give a concise and plain reason and remain humble about it. It comes across as a bit cheesy to say, because I love Jesus. So I try and highlight we all need love, and his love for me inspires me to pass it on. Sometimes after dealing with a particularly sad or desperate situation, and there are quite a few, I find myself thinking, selfishly perhaps, there but for the grace of God go I. Food for thought, for sure. There are numerous ways in which we help on the night. Helping to reunite separated friends, calming the distraught, giving out lollies, these give a sugar hit and just generally cheer them up, giving out flip-flops to replace the impossibly high heels that after several hours of wearing them have somewhat lost their fashion appeal. Recharging their mobiles, we carry battery packs with numerous connections, staying with people who've had too much to drink, helping them sober up with water, lolly and a lot of patience, then helping to organise a lift home or a taxi from a friend, sorry, a lift home from a taxi or a lift from a friend. Um, it never ceases to amaze me just how many people who have been refused a taxi 
can phone a friend, we usually do make that call for them. Sometimes from miles away, like Horsham, Woking, Whitley, and they come and get them. Although it's clear sometimes this is a tit-for-tat situation. Occasionally, first aid is required. Required. We carry a first aid kit so we're able to deal with minor cuts and scrapes. Sometimes an injury is bad enough for an ambulance to be called. A couple of months ago, a man fell badly right in front of us and cut his eyebrow quite deeply, lots of blood. The first aider from Casino Nightclub assisted, and between us we cleaned him up and administered steri-strips. He refused an ambulance... So we stayed with him until he felt able to get a taxi home. Another incident involving a girl in her 20s who had fainted and wasn't recovering. Her friends, her friends said she hadn't had a lot to drink. While we were waiting for, uh, for an ambulance, which we called, we called her mother too, who immediately came to pick her up. Meanwhile, the ambulance arrived and checked her over. When mum arrived she explained she had a condition that resulted in these episodes anyhow the girl got home safely with a very grateful mum and the ambulance went on its way there are cameras all around the town that are regularly monitored by vt victor tango there's radio contact with them with the various venues door staff and police and it's not unusual to be alerted to someone who's behaving erratically the nearest team will seek to attend to them. We approach them in an unthreatening way and attempt to bring a bit of peace to them by taking time to talk to them and discover their problem. This approach sometimes calms them down, sometimes it doesn't. If our attention isn't welcome, we reluctantly have to leave them to it. But they can be monitored by the town's cameras. So if later they do get out of hand, it may be, then become a police matter. We always talk to the homeless, and in that town there's around six regulars. We might also get them some food or a hot drink. I say hello to everyone I pass, and if a conversation ensues, all the better. It can be light-hearted banter, but sometimes it can develop into something deeper and more meaningful. Often when sitting with a vulnerable person, they open up about their life and their troubles. The fact is we're all broken in some way, whether we like to admit it or not. Alcohol obviously lowers the barriers and in some cases exposes the pain. If our being with them helps ease that pain, gives them peace or gives them a feeling of not being alone, then we've achieved the objective the point is the revellers recognise and trust the Street Angels logo. We're no threat and often are of help. It's commonly known that we're Christians and I hope this helps to inspire in them thoughts about Jesus as being true, relevant and totally inclusive. I came across this scripture the other day and it sums it up perfectly. It's from Hebrews 13 verses 15 and 16. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. 
I must add that during the course of an evening, we sometimes come across people helping people, passers-by who assist strangers. We happily step in and they may stay or continue on their way. What I'm saying is that Guildford Town after dark isn't just full of bad or troublesome characters. Young people from a variety of backgrounds and circumstances, including Guildford University students and occasionally soldiers from surrounding barracks, go out to enjoy themselves. We're there to help if it goes wrong. It would be lovely if you could pray every Friday and Saturday night for the 80-plus volunteer angels that we, make, that we might safely share the love, care and compassion of Jesus. Thank you. Uh, the song I've chosen is um, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind. And kind of tenuously, there's a couple of words, one or two words in each of the verse that I've picked out in what I've said to you today. Plus, this is the sort of the plug... If you'd like to get involved, you can. There's a website um, from Guildford Town Centre Chaplaincy. Sorry, Devin, are you getting ready to play? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot this bit. <laughs> um, I've got a website, which is uh, GTCC, Guildford Town Centre Tra Chaplaincy.org. It's an organisation in the UK, so .uk. You should be able to remember that. And on it, you'll find um, options to volunteer, donate, or pray for street angels. And the other two things were community angels and volunteer chaplains. Now, these are things that don't happen between 10 and 4 a.m. So there's some of you here that want to get involved but can't do that nighttime, early morning thing. Well, this community angels is befriending and supporting adults in need, daytime thing, and volunteer chaplains and from the website gives you better information than what I can but it offers a listening ear for someone in, in the workplace so um, I encourage you to go onto that website just have a look and it will give um, more details on each of those get involved and last plug is um, you can do, if you felt that you wanted to donate, uh, there's a way to donate on the website, but also recently there's, you can do, donate on your um, mobile phone. So I don't know if any of you have ever done this when you can um, donate and as a response to the adverts on TV. It's a similar thing. So on the recipient on your uh, text message page is uh, you, the, the contact number is 70070, and then in the message box, it's a tiny bit more complicated, it's G, you put GTCC, Guildford Town Centre Chaplaincy, 00, followed by the amount that you want to give, so the pound sign and whatever, and then that gets done. I've got some bits of paper with all that details on, if anybody wants to take it. And that's what I'm getting down for you. So it's the text 70070, GTCC00, and then the amount. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. That's brilliant. Right, so we'll sit back to the song. Okay. Dear Lord and Father of Mankind, 
just look out for the words that I've picked out and know what I'm on about. Thank you.
be my prayer today that we will all feel um, strengthened. And in, in a few moments, we're going to be singing um, our last hymn together, You're the Word of God the Father Across the Lands. It's a lovely um, hymn and chorus. And could we just put the words up just for a moment, could you, for me? Um, this morning, it's all been about this. You're the author of creation, our living God. You're the Lord of every man. And your cry of love rings out across the lands. As we leave here today, I hope that we will leave today feeling strengthened and knowing God's presence with us. I'd like to close with James chapter 4 and verse 8. And it says, Come near to God, and he will come near to you. James chapter 4 and verse 8. I'll repeat it again. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. And that's his promise for us today, to be strengthened in his word. Um, at the end of our service today, we've got um, Jerry and Diane, uh, who will be coming to the front. If you'd like to uh, maybe just talk through with them some things or just ask for prayer, then they will be at the front uh, willing to pray with you. Um, whilst we sing the last hymn, yes, I can see it. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. You're getting there. Almost on cue. I couldn't have planned it. I was coming, honestly. Um, and our last hymn, we're going to be taking up our tin offerings. If you'd like to contribute to the work here at NBC, you can place something uh, in the uh, container at the back by what says fire extinguisher. But here we're giving it the money away to Compassion. All right, so it doesn't go to the work of the church. We're giving it away as a thank offering. Uh, finally, from me, uh, just before we sing our final hymn, I'll be singing. Oh, sorry, I won't be singing, I'll rephrase that. I will, close one. I will be reading out the blessing, uh, but just to get in quickly here, um, if you're new here and you'd like to share a coffee and a tea, um, those uh, shutters in a few minutes after the, after the blessing will be moved and we'll all be going next door if you'd like to join us for uh, some fellowship and a chat. So uh, let us uh, stand to sing and we'll take up the offering.
stand standing for prayer. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders that he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.